Tonight's message is going to be called Youth Turn or Burn. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> it's not called Turn or Burn at all. Um, <laughs> I did <laughs> last Friday night. Andrew Andrew was feeling a little bit under the weather. And he goes, "Can you preach off my notes for me?" And I went, "Okay." And, and we had a joke, didn't we? We called it Turn or Burn. But it wasn't really anything to do with turning or burning. Tonight's message is about, I've got it written down as my title, A New Hope. It sounds awesome, doesn't it? Um, it's not really new, it's a pretty old hope, but I like Star Wars and Five Iron Frenzy. A New Hope. It's good. Who in the house knows Five Iron Frenzy? <laughs> really? That is awesome. <laughs> I did not expect that. That's great. If you <laughs> That is so good. If you're young or older <laughs> If you can track it down, they don't they don't exist anymore as a band. Get Five Line Frenzy. I used to love them when I was a kid. Good. Hope to me is one of the most beautiful yet gritty yet strongest words I've ever heard of hope beautiful gritty strong it is it's a beautiful word hebrews hebrews says that hope is an anchor to our soul it is an anchor to our soul Look, guys, tonight all I want to do is just, I just want this to just wash over you guys. Hope. I want to preach on hope. I want to stir it up in you again. There's a lot of stuff being spoken about, you know, the future. The future is coming. The future is, the future is coming. It's inevitable. The future is blessed. And we hope in God for these things to come. Our promises, his word to be fulfilled. We hope in that. And it, and it is a beautiful thing. Um, now, there are several scriptures in the Word of God that speak specifically about the race. And they liken the race to our whole spiritual life on earth. It's, a, it's the race that we run. Do you know what I'm saying? Who knows those scriptures? There's several of them. Um, and unless you got saved just the other day and you're 111, okay, so if you got saved the other day and you're 111, this race will probably be a sprint. (laughs) But for everyone here that I can see, the race is going to be a marathon, this race that we are on is a marathon race. My wife is entering a marathon race. Isn't that amazing? She was never a long-distance runner. Her friend goes, I want to go in a marathon. And Candace goes, oh, yeah, okay, okay. She couldn't run. Like, we used to jog when we lived at Terrigal. And she goes, can I jog with you? And I go, yeah, all right. And we jog and... 
we get to like a kilometre and she's going, oh, oh, just go, man, just go. Now, like she can jog, like she jogged non-stop for eight kilometres the other day. I was like, what? No way. So, yeah, it's, it's for a good cause too, the fun run that she's entering. It's for something to do with the Central Coast and kids, I think. Yeah, it's good. Good on you, darling. <laughs> anyway, now, what kind of fitness would you need to run in a marathon? It starts with E. It's just endurance to the head of the class. Let's just turn to 1 Thessalonians. Ooh. 1 Thessalonians 1 3. And we will read this. We continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Hope. It's the thing that gets us there. It's the thing that keeps us going. Without hope, we lack endurance. Okay? It's important to to remember that. Now, I'm just going to quickly talk about the yucky side of not having hope. (laughs) The Bible says, where does it say it? It says it in Proverbs 13.12, Hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. That's a bad, that's a bad place to be. I'm, I'm just going to look. Hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. Therefore, hope in anything but God, His Word, and His promises for your life will make your heart grow sick. Now, a lot happens when you lose hope. Okay, this is. I've got to do this quickly. Luke Boyd, a few years ago, had a, all this great hope, this great vision, and then things started to fall apart, and things weren't going the way I thought, and then my hope started to shift, and my gaze started to shift, and all of a sudden, I found myself with a sick heart. What happened when I had a sick heart? I got this thing called a what's-the-point attitude. It's one of the dirtiest attitudes you can have. What's the point? God wants you to pray. What's the point? I've got to submit to the church. What's the point? 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 And I know that everyone struggles with that attitude. It is an attitude. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> it's easy if you don't stay with hope in, in God and his promises in his word. Okay? And, and I was struggling and struggling. And then gracious God comes and goes, do, do, do. Boydy, <laughs> you got a sick heart, mate. And, and I was like, oh, I do, I know. And um, I read this awesome book that was written by this awesome, awesome person of God who is like this nation shaker. And I was like, okay, I've got to, and I'm reading this book, and, and God just graciously led me through this sick heart attitude, got my hope back in line and then I started to go forward again. 
and it changed my life. Hope is such an important thing, especially with all the things that are coming. We've got to keep our hope. It's the anchor to our soul. Okay. Um, so, in tough times, when it is, it, you, you find yourself, okay, it's going to be a little bit tough, and, and I'm struggling a little bit, and you, and you start to feel that your hope is shifting. Hope in God. Hope. Put your hope in God. I want to read some seriously just beautiful, beautiful scriptures. Um, and I want these just to, to wash over you guys, okay? If, if you have lost hope or not, always remember... God, His Word, and His promises for your life. This is important. Pastor Phil was speaking about vision. You've you got to hold on to these things. Hold on. You've got to. If you don't, you're leaving your heart out on its own to get sick. Right? It even says, a man without vision, what? Perishes. You need to hold on to these things. Don't ever let them go. Um, now sit back and just relax. I'm, yeah. Let's let's just turn to the Psalms. It's a great, great book, Psalms. Um, I'll quickly go to one Psalms. Yeah, it's one of Pastor Phil's favourite books. 130 we turn to, Psalm 130. I just, I just really felt the Lord um, speaking to me about this. It is a word for the house right now. And we're, we're going into so many new things and so much amazingness, if that is a word. Right? I think we just need to remember this, okay? This is something to hold on to, okay? Forever. Always remember this. 130, we'll go to 7. O Israel, O Central Coast C3 Tugra, O Vicky, Ben, O Craig, Luke, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love. Close your eyes. There is unfailing love. And with him is full redemption. Not just a little bit of redemption, full redemption. Okay, let me just read this again, okay? Put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. I just get lots and lots of warm and fuzzy feelings when I read that scripture. Mm. Let's go on. Ooh. It's okay to be relaxed and laugh. You can giggle and laugh at me. Psalm... 
one, uh, sorry, Psalm 25, we're going back from 130. If anyone here that has lost a little bit of hope recently, just let this wash over you. And if you haven't, let it strengthen the truth that you know and have inside, okay? 25.3. No one, no one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame. I just want to stop there. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame. If your hope is in God, okay, who believes in the Bible? Seriously. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame. If your hope is in God and you're struggling right now, you will not be put to shame. All right? Mm. Hold, look, God is just. Even though the world is unjust, God, God, God will not be mocked. His word is true and you will not be put to shame. All right? Let's move on to Psalm 146. We're going back to the future now. People just don't understand me when I say stupid stuff. They don't know how to take it, do they? (laughs) Psalm 146, 5 to 6. Oh, turn the page, Luke. Blessed is he or she whose help is the God of Jacob whose hope is in the Lord his God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them, the Lord who remains faithful forever. Put your hope in him because he is faithful forever. Okay? Do you know what I find when I read over these scriptures? It's, it's sometimes hard to put your dreams... You, you know, God's given everyone here dreams, right? Everyone's got a dream given to you by God. You may not know it yet. It's coming. Don't worry. But, you know, sometimes you, you, you feel, okay, this is really precious. I don't know. It, it, and it's hard to, to trust someone with your dream, isn't it? Sometimes you go, oh, this is pretty massive. I don't think I can do this. It's a little bit scary. Do I tell anyone? Oh my gosh. Yes, tell someone. Please do. But listen, do you know what I find when I read these scriptures? I find it so freeing and liberating and so at peace to give my dream to God who initially gave it to me and give it to him and say, okay, I hope in you, God, and and I know that that's where I want to go. I have total peace and trust in you. You make me feel safe when I come to you. I give it to you, Lord God, and you're going to make it happen. Your scriptures have told me time and time again. The Bible is so precious. So precious. Let's go to Psalm 147. not very far from there is it don't even have to turn the page 
I'll start at 11. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. God loves it when your hope is in him. Loves it. He delights in it. You come to God and, and with your hope, okay, with your hope of whatever it is, I don't know what it is. You go to him, you put it in him, you trust him, you just say, look God, I feel safe enough to give this to you and believe that you are going to bring this to pass. I trust you. He delights in it. He loves it. Loves it. Loves it so much. Let's, let's go to, lastly, I'm almost finished guys. I just really feel the presence of God here. I want you guys to soak this in, right? Soak it in. God's here tonight. And and maybe we could have the worship team up at the end and just, you can have a bit of time with God and maybe if you have been struggling with your hope, realign it, get it back on track and, and let God bless you. I even want you guys, okay, this is church and I'm preaching and I'm saying to you, the congregation, have a look through the week on the scriptures of hope. And what, what happens when you... There are so many scriptures on hope and putting it in God, right? It says in the scriptures that God is the God of hope. Okay, we're going to go to Romans. Now, this is a little bit of a, a grittier one, <laughs> grittier scripture. Romans 12... And it's Romans, it's Romans 12, 12. And it says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. I just, I, I just got to read that again. Be joyful in hope. Be joyful in hope. It's okay. You can recklessly be joyful in hope. Just go... Even if your thing is massive and you don't see anything looking like it's going to happen, it's a faith thing, isn't it? I, I, I wrote here before, so in tough times it can be easy to lose hope. We must fight with faith and patience and hold on to hope in these times for it is the anchor to our souls. Listen, the, the word says, be patient in affliction. And I know you're looking at me right now going, you scumbag. How can I be patient in this? To be honest, I know it sucks. <laughs> I know it does. I know. I'm being real tonight. Sometimes it's so hard to keep that hope. But for for the sake of God, do it. Be patient. Says be patient in affliction. What does that mean? Luke, what does that mean? Does that mean that there's going to be affliction? Yes, it probably does mean that. Is it going to be hard to hold on to your hope? Yes. The bigger your hope, the harder it probably is going to be. But hold on to it, please. Do it, guys. You're hoping to be in that building 
right? To see it filled with just people from everywhere. And we've sometimes got to fight for that. We've got to fight for that hope. It says to pray after that. Listen, it it says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Hope. Father God, thank you first and foremost, Lord, that you are here. God, I feel you here such in such a beautiful way. And God, I thank you that you are our God of hope. God, I thank you that there are people here tonight with big dreams inside, with great vision. Lord God, people who have received your word. Lord God, their hope is in you. I thank you that, that Lord, everyone who has put their hope in you, Lord God, they will never be put to shame. That there will be full redemption. Full redemption. Lord God, that when they do just put their hope back in you, Lord God, there is unfailing love. Lord God, your unfailing love. Jesus, I want to say to you tonight, your dreams are precious to God. Precious to God. Precious. And you know what? When you put them in the palm of His hand, And you say, I trust you, God. I trust you. He delights in it. He knows that it's going to be hard. He knows that it's a struggle at times. But look, guys, (laughs) I initially, when I got this message to preach, there was a scripture that he gave me. I can't remember where it was. I'm pretty sure it's in Isaiah somewhere. And um, it's the scripture that that says... Your ways are higher than mine, Lord. Your thoughts are higher than mine. Your way is beyond my understanding. Isaiah 55. And, and at times with your hope and, and, and with your dreams and with your vision, sometimes it's like, God, how am I going to get there? The clock's ticking You know, I'm sure the pastors, when they started this church, they thought, they they entered it with big dreams, big vision. And and they've just been on this journey for a decade now. And they haven't seen their their fulfillment of their dreams. They haven't. They haven't even come close. But you've got to be persistent and hold on. There's some people that I know that have the most amazing and most incredible dreams and promises of God given to their lives. And it blows my mind. 
these people I know personally have received dreams of God, words of God to do the most amazing and blessed things. It's a joy to hear of these visions. And it has been a struggle for them, but you've got to hold fast. A lot of your dreams, do you know what? A lot of the dreams that have been given to you, God is depending on you to hold on and get to that goal for the sake of the lost, for the sake of increasing and advancing His kingdom. Because you know it's not about you, don't you? You know ultimately it's not about you. It's about the big world out there who is in desperate need of Jesus Christ. Desperate need. So don't give up. Don't give up on the word that God has given you. Don't give up on what God's promises are for your life. Don't give up on the scriptural promises. There's, there's promises in this book for healing. There's promises in this book for many, many things. Redemption. Full redemption. There's promises in here. Don't give up. There is a world that depends on you getting to your dreams, your goals, your promises, the words of God that have been spoken on your life. There are people depending and waiting on you to get there. Don't give up. Don't give up. Put your hope in God. It's the safest place you can put your hope. Do not put your hope in your husband. Candace, don't ever put your hope in me. Do you know why? Because I'm going to let her down. She is going to get crushed because I'm going to stuff it up. God is not going to stuff it up. Don't put your hope in your dad. Don't put your hope in your mum. Don't put your hope in... (laughs) So many random things are coming into my mind. But don't put your hope in anything but God. Don't put your hope in Kelly Slater, Michael Jordan. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ronald McDonald, don't put your hope in him. You've got to put your hope in God because it's the safest place you can put it. The safest place. If you're struggling and you're hurting, go to God. Say, God, this hurts. He's like, I know. And he will give you some, a little dose of his unfailing love. He will get you there. He wants you there more than you want to get there. There's a world waiting. There's a world waiting for you to get there. All right? Let's just bask in God's presence right now. Oh, God. God, God, God. So big, so powerful. You are all-knowing. Lord God, you have... It says in your word that you've set the path out before us, Lord God. We just have to walk it. Some paths are harder than others, but we just got to walk it. What's the use in complaining? The complaining is not going to change the path, is it? Walk it. Hold on to God and go. God, we just 
love you so much, Lord, and I thank you for your presence here. I thank you for your love. I feel so confident and so safe that, Lord God, I will give you my every desire, my every dream, Lord God. It is yours. I will not be mocked. I will not be put to shame because I put it in your hands. Thank you so much, Lord God. Thank you so much. Full redemption. Faithful forever. Mm. It is the endurance that will see you out the race. Thank you, Lord. All right, if I could have the worship team up.